Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community and communities create social change. I'm David Peck and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is with a returning guest, and it's always a real pleasure to be able to to do that. You know, I'm the I'm the producer of this podcast, Face to Face, and uh, this was was live with Young Chang, a returning guest uh, for uh, from uh, about two Toronto International Film Festivals ago. I uh, had the pleasure of interviewing him and Robert Fisk about This Is Not a Movie, a great film. You've got to see that for so many reasons. But also, uh, uh, Young Young and I. Uh, there was just so much to chat about. There always is. And I always feel, you know, you've heard me say it before, but I feel as if we barely scratch the surface on these conversations. Uh, check this out. The film is Wuhan, Wuhan. Uh, wonder what it's about. Uh, here's the quote. Quote, we are from different lands and are separated by mountains and water. Yet above us, we share the same sky and the same feelings close quote written in the seventh century. And you're going to have to watch the film and listen to the interview to, to know why that helps to provide some context for this story in this film. 30 filmmakers were caught in the lockdown. They were there to film another documentary about the Yangtze river, uh, something Jung knows quite a bit about actually. And if you haven't seen that film up the Yangtze, you really need to. And they were able to capture what was going on in Wuhan very recently, and now uh, Young and a few others have have brought this to us so that uh, we can step into the shoes of others in a very uh, specific, meaningful way. This is a beautiful, hopeful, cathartic, and, and deeply memorable uh, piece. It's a it's a story that you know you're you're going to want to step into, and you're going to want to um, you're going to want to see it with others too. I think it it almost demands a community like response. It's it's uh, again a beautiful, memorable piece. And and Jung and I we we chat about why it's important for why it was important for him not to politicize this. Why this was a universal story. We we talk about similarity through difference. We talk about the poetry of the city and its history, and why that's important to to not only this film, but also to, uh, it's important for the world to know that and, and, and to see the response of just, you know, everyday people who are making contact with reality in, in, in many different meaningful ways. And so 
you're going to enjoy this film. You really are. It's, it's a, like I said, it's a beautiful piece. Have I said that before already? Can you tell that I liked it? So, and I hope you enjoy the interview as well. And I just, I, I had so much fun with Jung and, and, and we, we always be just so, we, we barely scratch the surface on these, these conversations. And so I think he's bringing together about 300 hours of footage. Can you imagine uh, from 30 different people and, 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 tying up those loose ends with some cinematic uh, cathartic thread that uh, people are going to, I believe, revisit uh, for years to come. So step right in, look for the film. You can check it out online, or at least uh, you can find out more about the the doc and about Young and who was involved, the Wuhan, wuhandoc.com. And uh, it's at festivals. It's been at festivals. Uh, we, we did this interview during Hot Docs, and there's many more coming up for this film, uh, and they're on the site. So definitely check that out as well. And don't forget, if you're looking for more information about the work I'm doing, uh, davidpecklive.com. You can find out uh, more about my writing and my speaking and, of course, the podcasting there. And if you landed on that uh, this interview through iTunes or Acast or Spotify or whoever it is, please do uh, check out the site, davidpecklive.com. Sign up. Uh, Sign up for the the newsletter. If you want to advertise on the podcast, uh, let us know. We'd love to um, um, set something up for you uh, that's uh, you know meaningful for for you as well. And also, can I ask you to leave a review if you are enjoying what we're doing here? We would so appreciate that. Leave a review for us on iTunes or Spotify uh, or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. It's it all helps. Uh, as we continue to tell this story and as we continue to tell other people's stories as well. So stay tuned. The film is Wuhan Wuhan. The interview is with Yong Chang. And, uh, you know, don't don't touch that dial. Coming, coming right up. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a special guest here, a very special guest, uh, as usual on Face to Face. We have Yong Chang with us here today uh, and a returning guest at least once before on the show. Young, thank you for, for joining me today on Face to Face. Real pleasure to have have you and see you again online. Thanks so much for having me, Dave. Appreciate it. It's it's a shame that we can't be uh, in the same room together and, 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 and hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a couple of years ago at, at TIFF. Uh, we were just sort of reminiscing before we had hit the record button. Another brilliant movie that you made, This Is Not a Movie with Robert Fisk. So uh, what what a pleasure that interview was, by the way. Got got a lot of traction online, so thanks for oh, that. Great, that's good to hear. And uh, a sad loss, you know, having um, absolutely uh, passing. And uh, he gave. Uh, do you know, Young? He gave me his business card, oh, and yeah. and said, "Yeah, I don't I don't do email. If you wanted to do a follow up, here here's my. You'll have to ring me." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he. <laughs> Yeah, he 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 had a cell phone, so he would be able to pick up a call. Yeah, and he would. What no a, matter where or who from whom. So what a character, it. eh? What yeah. a character. Yeah, what a force. And, Quite uh, a force, is right. The yeah, timing I mean, of his death was so sad. You know, I think oddly, I think he was felled by having to be locked down, and mm. uh, and he was a man who was in perpetual motion. So, uh, yeah, just, he he lived in Ireland, didn't he? He was mostly in Beirut. Uh, he was Ireland Beirut. was only for uh, the off season, you know. Like oh, I see. Um, you know, he'd retreat in Beirut. The summers are are just unbearable. Actually, so hot there. So right. for him, uh, easier just to scoot off to uh, Dublin, where he would be working on his book and um, hanging yeah. out with you too, and so on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Bono. <laughs> he lived nearby. I understand. 
uh, Bono, uh, Van Morrison, um, Enya had a castle down the street. He didn't live in a mansion. I mean, he quite humble. You got it. But he just happened to be on the coast. Okay. Which is where Young, you got to love a community where you can say, yeah, my friend, yeah, they just live in the castle down the street. Like, come yeah. on. Like how I cool know. is that? Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, listen, it's, uh, I mean, China certainly has that kind of history. Maybe not a lot of castles, but certainly <laughs> a, a lot of buildings that go way back. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, what a, what a privilege to step into this film. Congratulations on the film, Wuhan, Wuhan, um, world premiere at Hot Docs. Um, get your tickets for it. It's, it's going to be uh, online uh, April 29th to May the 9th, I believe. I hope I didn't get that wrong. That's right. That's, right. I, I, that's the window for the festival. Yeah. And I think if you buy a ticket, you have, uh, and they're not expensive, uh, you have like a 48-hour window to watch. 48-hour window. Yeah. And then I'm I'm guessing based on the content and maybe you've already got uh, some of this in place. I don't know if you can talk about it, but it's going to be it's going to be available elsewhere down the road. Yeah, we are um, rolling the film out uh, festival wise, uh, a bunch of film festivals across Canada, uh, North America, Europe. You know, it's it's going places, uh, and, cool. and I'm That's excited great. for people to see this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful film, Young. It really is. Thanks so much. It's a beautiful film. I mean, again, every every festival, and I've been doing festivals now for about eight or nine years, and and that, yeah. there's always a theme, and there's just this this year yeah. for sure. There's singular to universal, and there's this yeah. for me. There's this theme of I don't know uh, this simplicity of of the average and the everyday that's anything but. Right. And I think right. your film just so beautifully portrays that in, in, in a way that. Uh, I don't know if it was unexpected for me, but but it just it just sort of unfolded. That's that's really um, reassuring to hear. I think, uh, um, you know, people. I've heard that comment uh, unexpected, and I, I appreciate that comment because I think people go entering a film about Wuhan have certain may have certain ideas of what it could be about. Of and course, I think uh, for me it was a, it was kind of looking around that a little bit. Um, I didn't want to politicize it. Uh, I didn't want to, um, uh, and, and knowing that there, there's going to be a, a, there is already a certain genre of the pandemic film now, you know, and 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 so um, and and so how to how to see through a story uh, that may fit, you know, with the other films. I've even made a short film about the um, American pandemic called Pandemic Nineteen about frontline U.S. doctors. Uh, who recorded their uh, personal diaries for for me and my my co-director, um, and uh, um, and 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 that painted a, a portrait of a time, at, you know, at the at the peak of the lockdown last uh, last last spring and summer, and uh, and Wuhan Wuhan is a is another sort of I think I look at it as a portrait of a city, um, and a, a kind of. A, looking at the painting, a, a giving you a set, hopefully giving audiences who are not familiar with Wuhan, the city, a, a steeped in history as you, as you start, as you open with, you know, this is a, a, a city that is, you know, thousands of years old with, with a great culture. Uh, and, and, po- you know, there's a, a, a steeped in a poetic history and, right. uh, um, and people would be, I think people, and some people have been surprised to see that it's not a backwards wet market village. You know, this is a thriving right. 11 million 
cosmopolitan city with a, for me, what, what I'm so interested in is, you know, with the city was the, the art culture and the music culture. It's right. A, right. I bet. Place, you know, for contemporary music, um, punk music, that is the place to go. And, uh, <laughs> that's, in fact, that's so in fact, funny, right? Yeah. You, you wouldn't and, and think and, of an ancient city being rooted or the, sorry, punk music having its roots in an ancient city. You wouldn't normally think of that, would you? Exactly. And I, I think it has something to do with the university there and, and right. the student culture there. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a, it's an easy place. It feels comfortable there, you know, and, um, there is a colonial aspect to the city. It was colonized because it was on the Yangtze river. It was an important, uh, stopping, you know, a, a place of, uh, transportation and transport. Um, uh, and, um, and, and for me, you know, like just making the movie, I, I made sure to, to build in that we had the composers were from Wuhan, actually a, a band, called Hualun, who were one of the early punk bands it's in so great. I, I love the soundtrack. Oh, the uh, soundtrack's amazing. You know, the calligraphy you see with the opening title was done by a Wuhanese calligrapher. You know, I, I, I wanted to humanize uh, the city that had become a faceless statistic. And, um, and I wanted to go beyond that. Well, and frankly, I mean, and the timing of this is just so, uh, uh, as, uh, I've been using the word prescient a lot lately. But with mm. with with just the 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 racism that we're seeing kind of yeah. everywhere in its yeah. different forms and its different manifestations, yeah. and you know, in the in the trial uh, recently, and the, and, yeah. and so like it's just George, it's Floyd's trial, and 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 it's it's bang on. Did you? I'm glad did, you bring that up because you know. Did you I, feel that going into the film as well? Like, was that part of your hope and desire? You know. Uh, Exactly that. And what happened a week before getting the call to make the film, I, uh, my daughter and I were in our lovely neighborhood in, in uh, West Toronto here, and, and we had an anti-Chinese racist incident. And it was directed towards my daughter and myself, and mostly towards my daughter. And it was uh, uh, by an older, unfortunately, older white male gentleman. And uh, and yeah. it was horrible. And it, and it still so lingered with me. It, it was upsetting. And that's you know, you, you nailed it because I carried that forward into the making of this film. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't on location filming, you know, this was material, this was footage that was, I inherited by the team of filmmakers in Wuhan who entrusted me to see this film through and to, to make it uh, into a, a, a feature documentary. And, and what drove me at, at that moment, last April, 2020, was this incident. Um, and then, you know, it was also just so fever pitch at that mm. time with, uh, you know, the ex-president, uh, whose name I can't say, who, you know, who was... <laughs> Do you need to about... say what it rhymes with, at least? <laughs> yeah, dump. Um, yeah, he, uh, he, uh, he was, you know, the China flu thing and the, and the Kung flu thing. I mean, it, my team, and, and I worked remotely, I worked with a team of editors in Los Angeles who were Chinese, of Chinese heritage, and, and we really, really felt with the material we had at hand, uh, 300 hours of footage oh, in the, and nine different characters all across section yeah. across the city of Wuhan through the eyes of frontline and essential care workers. Uh, that was what uh, I saw through it. Uh, the, the footage, what spoke to me was that humanistic side of the uh, of of these of the people. And and who were similar to to everyone else in the world, uh, certainly more so in Wuhan, who were dealing with an unknown virus and trying to figure out 
figuring it out, you know, ad hoc. And it was, um, and, uh, and that's what I, uh, that's what spoke to me. And that was the through line of the movie, I think. What, what, uh, doctor, was it Dr. Uh, Zhang or Zen, maybe the chief mm-hmm. ER doctor who said he didn't feel desperate, mm. but, but he still didn't, there was this sense of no hope. And I yeah, mean, that was talk Dr. About a, talk yeah, exactly. About a global mm-hmm. sort of perspective, right? That's right. The ER physician, uh, Dr. Jung, uh, who says in the film, you know, uh, that uh, he, he talks a little bit because, you know, the film picks up in February, which was just after uh, the major kind of, uh, un, you know, the, the, the craziness, the chaos right. in January in sure. Wuhan and December and January. And, and things were just starting to die down a little bit, but, but still not necessarily in the clear. And Dr. Jung was talking about this ideas of the idea of uh, just kind of sticking through with it. And, and, um, and, 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 and I, I appreciate, you know, having made a film about the American frontline doctors, it was uh, a similar feeling, you know, these are, you know, I, and I use the word and it may be a little sentimental, but these were heroes, you know, who were trying to figure something out without much assistance with a lot of botched, um, you know, um, policies, uh, they, you know, it was these healthcare workers who were who were putting their lives at risk and figuring it out, and they still are, as we know. Speaking to you from Toronto, uh, where we are now in a situation where it's worse than it was mm-hmm. in the first wave, as we enter the third wave, uh, and and the lack of um, just when politics gets in the way of good hard facts and science. And well, and where and where are those hard facts and science? You know what I mean. I, I think it's going to. It's. Uh, I'd love to hear what you have to say about how's how's history going to reflect on this time. You yeah. know, the, the not only the madness of it, how we either came together or how it divided us, but how we actually communicated and yeah. and, and talked about it in a way that was meaningful. I just. I've actually, right now, I'm kind of cocooning from the news. I, I just can't yeah. handle it anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what do you believe? It's, it's, um, you know, I, I think for me, uh, part of the process of making the film was uh, just, as I mentioned earlier, just sort of taking aside those uh, that the 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 statistics, the headlines, the information, and and just focusing it on these emotional stories of, of real people. And, 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 and to me, that has been, uh, quite a journey, emotional journey, uh, you know, living with these characters and, and what they gave Mm -hmm. to us in, in the footage. Um, but also young, young, you weren't actually, you weren't actually on, on the ground for any of the, 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 the footage shooting. Exactly. I was not there. Uh, this was a team of 30 who were locked down in Wuhan, who were, set to make a uh, a film about the Yangtze River uh, but then uh, oh, there's something you know a locked bit in. About, right? what's that that's something you know a little bit about exactly <laughs> but and they were locked in and and so the um, the crew and the director on location pivoted and they focused their access onto stories about um, these different you know frontline workers um, and and what really spoke to me in the material was I think what you see in the, in the five characters we follow, most especially the young couple. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're the hilarious, by the way. Right, and and you know, and we had that 
wonderful, naturally built in arc of the pregnancy. And, sure. um, and to me, uh, it had to anchor the film and I wanted it to lift off, uh, you know, to, to, to climax into that moment of the birth of the child and, and leave us with that thought. Um, and, and I, and it, you know, and I think it's, it's hard to pinpoint in words what the intention was, because I think it's a feeling thing. And, and I think, uh, people that have seen the movie have expressed how it is kind of cathartic. Mm. And that was the intention, I think, to kind of put into scope, uh, and I and I hate to put it in words because I think it it reduces it it over oversimplifies hope maybe the the emotional um, complexity of that moment of everything build up to that moment sure and I I want to leave us and the I want to leave the audience with that feeling of of uh, you know and I you know obviously I will put it into words but it, it'll cheapen the experience maybe but but I think the idea was to just uh, give us uh, give the audience a sense of um, you know, the universality in our emotional ups and downs mm -hmm. dealing with the pandemic. And that at the end of the day, we still live, we still have to deal with the, the trivial things that we deal with that, right. and, and also that we, we have to laugh and we have to cry and, and feel the gamut of, of not, not being able to find the crib that your partner really <laughs> hopes and desires that, you, you know, yeah, you there's mean, a, right. That, and the scene where, a where great the, scene, by the way, the partner says, why didn't you buy this earlier? As I told you, because now you've yes. made it even harder because we're in a pandemic and you can't find the crib that we need for our, our child. And so it sets off this, this poor young husband uh, on a journey to find a, a crib in a lockdown, the most severe lockdown. Who, clear, know, who clearly is, is rolling up his sleeves and stepping <laughs> in maybe because of more Maybe yeah. because of boredom, but obviously because he truly wants to help. That's that's he a, that's help. He's a you know he's a he's a he's such a kind-hearted. I know people like guy. him. He's a good guy and and uh, and a little maybe you know I agree maybe slightly misguided. Uh, you know he he should. <laughs> uh, you know he's think he and I do think he loves and cares about his wife, but yeah, he's absolutely. also dealing with his own problems, and and this was his way to 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 feel some sort of sense of uh, of, um, you know, of, of, you know, offering some sort of help to, to oh, the, absolutely. community. The, the, and, the, the, yeah. the, the, um, being frozen, um, without being able to step in and help would, would, would have made me kind of crazy, I think. And, and, yeah. Uh, in in that setting anyway and so exactly. no, hang on i'm i'm getting out of this apartment building yeah. i gotta do i gotta sweep the streets i gotta do something yeah, to, exactly. to help the bigger cause right and and for me it was you know personally it was you know the opportunity to make the film was, was a was a feeling of having an outlet and a way of right. ex, of expression and we know many people don't have that opportunity and and, and uh and i'm i'm very grateful that i had a, a job you know during the pandemic. And, uh, uh, it really, I think it saved my sanity. Um, and, uh, um, and I think I'm lucky as a, as someone who's sort of a creative person, you know, creative maker, a filmmaker, you know, yeah, that sure. I, I could just find a way to cobble something together to like feel the need to make something, you know, don't don't need to get into the the, the production or the pre-production too much, but did did you was it easy to fund? 
or did you have to, or was it really challenging piecing the puzzle together? So I'm very, very lucky. I was contacted by the studio behind the film, which is a, an American uh, studio called Starlight Media. And, um, and uh, they acquired the footage and, and, and looked for a director to help. Oh, that's amazing. Through, and that was how I got that job. Um, uh, there weren't any problems at all. It was uh, very supported. Uh, I said, you know, we had a pretty restrictive deadline of, of trying to complete a movie, uh, a feature doc like this over the course of a few months. And so I asked for a very um, a robust team to help get it done. And, and they, they cool. provided that. So I had wow. excellent editors uh, based in Los Angeles and a team of assistant editors. It was just a lot of, you know, the kind of work that, that usually a film like this may, may take six to like eight months of, right. you know, intense work in the room, in the editing room. And meanwhile, we had figured a way to do it remotely. Uh, thankfully, this would not have been done without Zoom and technology that's available to us now, uh, which really pushed it through. And uh, um, so, Young, and- do you do you end up you you end up directing the editors. I mean, in a sense, right? You're, it's not like you're working alongside of the cinematographer because you got what you got. You, you right? Is that is that kind of it's got yeah, so to be this, a little- so that you're, you're 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 hitting a point there. And 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 for me, it was uh, the first time that I felt like I was actually an editor. Where usually I'm the director who's filmed everything on location. Sure. I know the ins and outs of the footage. I'm often too close to the footage. I have no distance from it. Right. And in this regard, I was I was in a different place. I could, I could appreciate the footage and see through, uh, you know, see through the footage sometimes, you know, things that I would not be able to see through if I was the director on location. So it was a wonderful feeling to be free to interpret the footage as mm. I saw fit. And, uh, cool. um, and, and in that way, it was, a, it was quite, um, it was quite, different exhilarating uh i did feel like an editor in some ways but i'm not and so it was wonderful to just be able to carve the story out of with 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 my editors one uh, of the first films i remember interviewing the director and i'm uh I, I can't remember his name right now but um silvered water is the name of the film and it was about aleppo mm, and uh yeah. he i don't know if you've seen it but it, it is known. it is worth reaching out and, and mm. trying to find a copy of it um, all basically shot on, you know, androids and really yeah. horrible quality footage, actually. Yeah. And he was exiled in Paris because he was a bit of a dissident. And here he was editing the film and from time to time calling into some of these journalists to say, hey, could you try yeah. and go and shoot this and shoot that? Yeah. And that was just kind of mind blowing to me that, that you know, you were making this collaborative project and not even in the same room together, you know, exactly, exactly. it's pretty wild. It's really, really a fascinating, uh, fascinating, um, experience. Hey, can you talk a little bit about the quote that, that I, that I found, I believe on the website? Yeah. About, about under living under the same sky. We, we, we are from different lands quote and are separated by mountains and water yet above us. We share the same sky and the same feelings, close quote, just to speak to that century exactly. old it, kind it, of city, seventh century. Seventh century Japanese um, official. Beautiful, uh, love wrote it. Wrote a letter to a Chinese official, and 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 that was, the, and that in has stuck as a uh, 
and that came up as a uh, as a kind of a quote uh, during the early days of the pandemic in China, um, and I I immediately connected to it because that is the essential essentially the theme of, of mm. our film, um, and not to be too sentimental, you know, but but it really was, I think, an important uh, way to shape our movie to think of it like. Uh, and and certainly, as you brought up, you know the the amount of hatred and division uh, at that time and and all, currently, you know, uh, was um, uh, so upsetting. And 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 I think uh, for my team to to latch on to that quote, it it really helped to put into scope what our what our intention was um, to give a human dimension mm. um, to 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 kind of take take away from um, from that faceless monolithic uh, right. um, you know association people often make with China and and for me uh, there's a you know 1.3 plus billion people in in mainland China and each person is an individual Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. and I think you see it happening in the film with for example the mother and son stuck in the temporary mm. hospital yeah, shelter for sure you know, she'll do anything to save his, her son, and she'll do anything to, to get out of this, the Byzantine healthcare system. And, 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 you know, and I think that speaks to what, uh, what I was trying to do in a way with, with the movie that, you know, each person in the movie is, uh, is a thinking, breathing, fully fleshed out person. And, you know, they're not cookie cutters, cookie cookie cutter, uh, you know, um, soldiers of the of the PRC. Well, it's pretty. Not- it's pretty amazing that you were able to do that with what is it five characters in 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 a in a country of one point three billion. So nicely done. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, when you think of the size of China, never mind landmass. And I've been to Tianjin. I've been to Beijing a few times. Yeah. I've had the fortune, the good fortune, to travel part of that country. It's it's yeah. astounding. Yeah. I mean, you just you really don't think until until you're on the ground. Sometimes you you, you can't really grasp it, and I think that's what's so beautiful about this kind of document or uh, document uh, yeah. documentary. This kind of storytelling it, it helps hopefully us to situate ourselves at least a little bit in the other person's shoes, at least a little bit. And that's it and, exactly. And, yeah. and I think about going back to Robert Fisk. You know, he, what he says to re, to report on the side of those who suffer. Mm. Uh, to walk and you know to to go to you know he often says you need to be on the ground somewhere you got to be on the ground to build empathy i mean i think essentially it's about empathy and empathy is everything and 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 would probably in a cheesy way uh it really i think it does help to uh, you probably have a lot less racism Building people just knew what other people were going through. You well, know? I, you know, I was, I was, I don't know what I was reading recently. Uh, you know, we're not teaching our, our our children in schools. Our pedagogy isn't rooted in compassion and empathy. It's rooted in numbers and data. Right now, and that's not that's my paraphrase, a pecking and paraphrase. But still, you know, how do you teach that? You do it through storytelling. It seems to me, you do it through community yeah. and sharing. Um, I got to say, I love the scene in the film. One of my favorite moments was, I think it was the psychologist in this, the full suit dancing yeah. with, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on, how does that not kind of level the playing field? I love that moment. Um, and I also just love the idea of a psychologist in China. <laughs> I mean, that for Chinese right. culture, you know, it's, it's a little bit taboo to think right. that right. people need therapy and psychology Got to it. help them. And, 
uh, it's sort of a um, not really embraced. And to see that happening uh, was very heartwarming. Actually, I thought it was I thought it was really interesting in a way, and also you know the the simple techniques that the psychologist you you know uses implements uh, little cognitive some, therapy. I think right. Yeah, exactly. And in some ways, it 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 can be considered as quite simple simplistic uh, maybe but but actually um um you see how effective it is and, yeah and some of those simple, some of those simple tools are are, are, the, are the best ones it seems exactly to me. and and to see the, the 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 you know the printout of the photos on the on the mm-hmm. hazmat um simple solution to a major problem <laughs> where where patients can't see the faces of the doctors who are trying to save their lives. It becomes very disorienting for. for oh many yeah. Kind of, kind of dystopic in a way, exactly. you know, kind of takes us to some of those opening shots of the bridge and, and the river itself. Hey, Hey, well, listen, I, I hate to say it, but we've got to wrap up here in a couple minutes. Can you, um, you, you, I don't know if you want to talk about how you end the film, but it's really beautiful with the name of Yin's daughter. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. We so yeah the film ends with a, a couple you know statements um, one of them being the number of babies born in Wuhan during sixteen thousand six hundred and thirty eight folks there you go there you go and you know we kind of leave it at that we we and and that the couple named their child um, after the province of of uh, where Wuhan is in Hubei so they named the child peaceful Hubei and. Uh, um, I just how thought do you it pronounce, how do you pronounce her name, Young? Is it, is it how do you pronounce her name? Chuning? Uh Chuning, yeah, exactly. Chuning. And uh and so I thought that would be the right moment to the, the right note to leave so it good. on. I mean, we're we're trying to offer a little hopefulness, you know, Absolutely. and a little bit of optimism. Uh, China certainly has uh they dealt with the hardships in the beginning. Uh, there was some confusion in the beginning. There were some mishaps in the beginning of the of the pandemic, and then because of the government they have, they re- they have there they they really locked down on it, and now they are better for it in a way. And uh, you know, I have a brother who lives in Beijing, and uh, he has a family, and and they are living life. They're back back to normal as if it was degree. nothing that there was wow. you know as if it was pre pandemic. Wow. And, uh, um, and so, yeah, I, I just thought it's, it's fascinating. The, the, the title card at the end of the film, as of April 25th, it's things have really simmered down. I mean, we're not, we're certainly not hearing about China in the news. I guess if we dug a little bit, we could find out more about it. Yeah, but. exactly. And I, I mean, obviously there, there are people, uh, have a lot of questions about China and, of course, and the truth in China, but, but I think. Uh, you know, I have many peers and colleagues in China and they are and my family and they're literally uh, they're doing really well. <laughs> yeah, and well, that, yeah, um, whereas here in Toronto, you know, I just got my shot, my vaccine and good for uh, you. lockdown here and just seeing our sad premiere on the. Uh, it's a bit of a, a troubling state of affairs. I got my shot just a few days ago. A little shout out Congrats. for that. It was uh, it, she was genius. I didn't feel it at all, but until about 24 hours later. And then of course it felt like somebody had punched me in the shoulder. <laughs> uh, I'm still, I still have a headache. I still got, oh, okay. um, I'm a little lightheaded. A little lightheaded. Uh, I have a friend who was really in it for the first 24 hours. In fact, wow, okay. fighting it out. And, and, and I hear them in that that's a good sign, you know, 
that's the everyone's bodies are differently different, but they're reacting to the to the foreign you know yep. Uh, yep. virus in their body and that's how they build the pathogens to to fight against it and, and that so it's a uh, it's um yeah i uh I'm so happy that we that I got vaccinated. Well, it's listen, man, talk about talk about access, right? And 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 opportunity. And it's just such a, a privilege and a blessing to be able to 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 go to the corner store and and and, and get that. And for the most part, to know that it's that it's pretty safe. And um, hey, young, you know what? Um, as usual, I knew this was going to happen. Maybe maybe we need to have a part two. But, uh, <laughs> be happy, man. What a, what a pleasure chatting with you today. And and uh, young Chang talking about his new film. Wuhan, Wuhan, love the film. It's singular to the universal. I mean, similarity through difference. I mean, there's so many things going on in this film. Young, thanks, thanks for your time today. Uh, you're on Face to Face. Been a real pleasure seeing you again, and thanks again for the film. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good speaking to you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.